I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sunday was the debut of Deshaun Watson. And it, from an offensive standpoint, didn't go well. Offense didn't score a touchdown. But Menegan and I were chatting earlier today, and there was something in this game that we both thought, yeah, it's kind of what a lot of folks, uh, me included, have been kind of asking for all year. Nick Chubb had 17 carries in that game, Mm -hmm. 80 yards, 4.7. Very nice. Kareem Hunt had nine carries in that game, 56 yards, 6.2 yards per carry. Deshaun Watson had seven runs in that game. Now, as opposed to Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun has a, a greater ability to run the football. Some of those were designed runs. And then Harrison Bryant, Anthony Schwartz, Jerome Ford had three. That's 38 rushing plays from your football team. And your quarterback threw only 22 passes. Before anybody says it was the Houston Texans. Okay, yeah, sure it was. And so what do you do? You run the ball and make them try and stop you. And obviously the offense didn't produce points, but – It was a game plan that worked in that game, and I wonder how that balance of run-pass, because it was significantly slanted toward the rush, I wonder how that plays out moving forward. At some point, Dan, Deshaun Watson is going to have to win football games for you. He didn't have to win a football game for the Browns the other day, nor did the running game. The defense did it. The special teams did it. But that might not be a terrible blueprint for when things are going well for the Browns. 38 rushes, 22 passes. It made me laugh how in the postgame show for the for the Browns radio network, then yesterday, Therapy Monday, the amount of people that we had calling up and going, oh my gosh, this offense looked horrible. What an absolute mess. What? They can't score points. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And you look at it and it's like, folks, this is the game plan that you all were screaming for from week one which is run the ball, run it again, and then run it a third time, and then every so often throw just to keep people on their heels. And that's the game plan that you got. And I'm kind of with you that, like, maybe this is the successful game plan for the Cleveland Browns moving forward as long as Deshaun Watson still has rust on him and still has is easing his way into this playbook and is easing his way into hearing Kevin Stefanski in his headphones and all of those different things that come with it, or his helmet, I should say. I wonder if that there continues. Might, there might be headphones underneath that helmet. You never know. You never know. It's a new I, world. I wonder if that 
continues through that. And if everything we know of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and the running game is to be true, maybe that is a successful game plan for this. Though I would tell you that the modern NFL would say that's nuts, even though rush attempts are up throughout the NFL. To that level would be nuts. And you would have a hard time getting yourself back into a game if you keep that up. Where you just run the ball, run the ball, okay, then throw it. Let me let me add something to that. Because Deshaun Watson has an ability to run the football, this might not be something that just goes on well while he's getting his his feet under him and getting back up to speed. You know, the it might enhance the entire running game to have a quarterback who's able to run the football and, you know, run pass option plays. Uh it gives the running game a very different look. If he's going to hand off to Nick Chubb or then all of a sudden he's not and he's going to keep it. You know, Nick plows straight ahead, Watson runs around the right side. So it with Deshaun in there, as opposed to Jacoby Brissett, who really you weren't going to do a whole lot of designed runs with unless, you know, it's third down and one, fourth down and right. one. That might give the running game a whole new life, a whole new look, and a whole new emphasis in well, this offense. And it will, and and we've seen it before, and the perfect example that's out there was Michael Vick and what Vick was able to do with the Atlanta Falcon running game and then what he's able to do with the Philadelphia Eagle running game after he found his way there. And you see it with Lamar Jackson. And you see it with, I mean, I would even throw Kaepernick and the Niners in there too and how they were able to execute that kind of stuff. is It just makes it so now you're playing 11 on 11 on a rush play instead of playing 10 on 11. And just completely flips that math once again in the favor of the offense because they know where they're going. So I, I think it's a big part of it, and I think we will see a lot of it. I, it. It was so interesting to me to see it take place in that game just because – there were no wrong answers to beating the Texans. I mean, they could have thrown it 50 times a game and they probably would have still beat the Texans. I mean, their pass defense is bad. Their run defense is bad. They're just bad. And you saw it on Sunday. They're, they're just a bad football team. Do you and like that's fine. The, hey, it, it's the way it goes. Yeah. Do you like the idea, folks, that this running game might get a little different look? 216-578-0092. I, I do. And if, if Deshaun in there can actually give Kareem Hunt – can give, and Nick has certainly, Nick Chubb has certainly done a terrific job, and he's received a lot of carries. I know we'd all love to see Nick carry it 30 times a game. I'll bet Nick wouldn't like to carry it 30 times a game. It's a good way to get beat up and have a shorter career, but you never know, you know, on a given day, whatever. But Kareem Hunt certainly seemed to be more a part of the running game. I I kind of like that whole thought. I really do, and and I like the I like what Deshaun Watson's legs add to this offense. Agreed, and I like the fact that it gives Kevin Stefanski more levers to pull. It, it gives him more options inside of this offense to continue to have it operate instead of, okay, here are the 20 plays that we know work. Here are the 25 plays that we know work. Let's figure out how to rehash these. Instead, with Deshaun Watson's legs, it gives you more plays that can work and more versatility inside of the offense. And – I, look, I'm not saying, you know, run him like he's a running back or anything like that. But seven rush attempts, eight rush attempts, look at him the same way the Eagles look at Jalen Hurts. That could help your offense. Yeah. It could do wonders because it can also open up the pass game because, once again, you can't stuff because of the, the ability Watson has to throw the ball, or at least the pass would indicate. 
You can't put eight guys in the box and say, okay, just run it at us. We're prepared. Let's go. Well, we've seen an awful lot of offenses around the NFL now. You know, and and you mentioned Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. Uh, Tua has has good wheels. Yeah. You know, he's able to get out there. Kyler Murray certainly is is the poster child for this. Except he's doing it less this year. But that's another conversation for another day. But obviously that was one of his huge factors when he came into the league was his ability to run the football. And we're seeing it with certain teams. Like Justin Herbert with the Chargers, not so much. You know, and there there are guys who just don't do that. But the guys who do it well, and their offenses really have an edge to them. And and a, I think an ability that separates them from some of the other teams. Look at Josh Allen in Buffalo, the way he runs the ball. And they run quarterback run stuff with him. Absolutely. They, I mean, they're designed plays. That guy needs to figure out how to slide. Just because he's 6'5", 240 doesn't mean he needs to take on linebackers and safeties. Boy, do I feel like we say that once a year about someone. Well, that's that's the thing here is that it just gives you a different look. And, and I know when Jacoby Brissett was the starting quarterback for our team, the thought was, okay, how does this offense look different? What does it What does it do? Maybe that's it. You know, I mean, there were seven carries by Deshaun Watson the other day. And... They weren't all just because he had to get out of the pocket and go. You know, some of them were designed. He had a, an 11-yard run, and Jacoby Brissett did a, a fine job of, of doing that. But the point is they weren't actually designing run plays for him. And we'll see more of that, I think, Dan, as he gets comfortable and more comfortable. And the more we see of it, I think the more it sets up the passing game. You know? Well, that's got to that's gotta get fixed because you're not walking into Cincinnati – grounding balls into the dirt the way that Watson was and missing guys low and all of that stuff, expecting to get a win then. I mean, that's that's got to get fixed, no, and I, that's got to get that. fixed fast. Well, sure, sure. I mean, that's that's a given. Yeah. That's and a ho- given. Hopefully that was just nerves, you know, from a bad habit that was long buried and can easily be solved this week, and the problem is just done. I, I went back and watched some of the early part of the game uh, yesterday, and – even some of the completions were low balls. Yeah. You know, Kareem Hunt made a really nice catch on a low ball. Um, it was just, okay, you better bring that thing in, you know. And there were too many low passes. We all know that. I mean, that's not what you're looking for. And, and we'll, we'll see how quickly that goes away. If it doesn't go away, oh, my goodness, there's a major problem. But I expect it to go away. In fact, I expect it to basically go away this week. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if they've, you know, breaking it down and saying, okay, here's what's going on. But then he's got to implement that in the game. But I, I just, I kind of liked, and I know the offense didn't produce anything. I know that. Oh, yeah. A field goal. Um, but it was bad. Yeah. But I don't mind the feel of being one of those teams. And, and you're seeing it more in the NFL today. You know, like Philadelphia is leading the league in, in rush attempts. Last time I checked. But 38 rush attempts on a team that runs the football, that's just fine. Thank you very much. And again. And, and that, I think, works beautifully for this team. This is week one for your quarterback. Everyone else is in week 12. I mean, that's that's it right there. And remember how in the beginning of the season, and we say this every year because of the downplaying of the preseason, that the first four games of the season – are just absolute toss-ups of sloppy football and a mess. Well, because guys don't play in the preseason anymore. Quarterback didn't play in it 11 games before this. Yeah. This is game one. It's going to be sloppy. 
It's going to be a little messy. That's just the reality of the situation when you got a guy coming back from a suspension. The offense wasn't good against Houston, folks. But to, to us, it did have a little different feel. Did it to you, and did you like it? Because it looked like, and maybe it was just circumstances that it was his first game back, or maybe it's something that gets built upon moving forward. It seems like the emphasis on the run. Maybe it was all game script. Maybe it wasn't, but but I liked it. 216-578-0092. Mary Kay Cabot is coming up in about 20 minutes right here on 92.3 The Fan. Before we went to break, I, I asked, and we discussed it in the last segment, you saw the Browns' offense against Houston. It wasn't good. Obviously, Deshaun Watson didn't play well. But there was, and, and if you're looking big picture conceptually, I wonder if this was there or if it was just complete game circumstance that they were up, that Deshaun's first game back, they didn't want to, to push it too much, whatever it is. They ran the ball a lot, and they did it well. Browns were terrific running the football, and they didn't have to pass it a whole lot. That worked out well. And why? Because your defense scored a bunch of points and your special teams returned a punt, and it worked out well. I wonder if that's something that we have here moving forward, Dan. And 216-578-0092 is the number to join us. Let's go to Jack and Solon. Jack. Counselor? Good morning, guys. How are you, buddy? You know, I, uh, I'm doing well this morning. I agree 100% about what you're saying about the running game. The problem is I don't trust Kevin Stefanski to do that. Um, Cincinnati is going to be expecting us to run. And you know that Kevin Stefanski wants to be the smartest person in the room. And I'm just afraid that after one game of seeing what Deshaun can do, and uh, that wasn't much, maybe he's ready to go. And I think we're going to come out and pass the ball like crazy. Um, and if it doesn't work, we'll go to the running game. But that, that might be a big mistake. Maybe it won't. Maybe maybe Watson will light it up. But I'm thinking, no, he's been out of the league for 700 days. He looked really bad on Sunday. And I just think Stefanski is going to come out throwing the ball. And that spells doom for me anyway. I mean, the Bengals have come off probably their best game of the year. We need to play our best game of the year. I think we need to run the ball, but I don't think Stefanski is going to do it. Jack, why why do you think Kevin Stefanski wants to be the smartest guy in the room? Because I don't consider it – and maybe this is just a personal bias of mine, but I don't consider it being the smartest guy in the room. I consider it being I just want to win. I agree, but if everyone is expecting us to run, then Stefanski is going to want to pass. And I don't know if Watson's – look, Watson in his prime, if he gets back to that – that's a great game plan. But for Sunday, I'm not so sure. Um, he's gonna, he wants to do what other teams are not expecting to do, and all coaches are going to do that. I just don't think Deshaun is ready for that, and that's my concern. Keyword there, Cincinnati, I think, Jack, it was ready. and I, 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 think I, you, I was going to point that out too, Jake. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's the exact way to put it because eventually, I mean, you're paying this guy to be the man, you know, and – but if you can if you can support him with a running game and especially a running game that's expanded a little bit because of his own abilities, that's that's impressive. I think you're exactly right though, Jack. Is he ready for that, that yet? And I, I don't know the answer is yes. After one game, I don't think so. But if they just you know smatter in the passing game with the run, I think we'll be fine. But for whatever reason, Cincinnati has a problem with us, and I hope 
that really continues on Sunday because, as all the rest of the games are, this is a must-win. Our, our last two wins were great, but if we don't win Sunday, the season is over. So whatever the game plan is, I hope it's a sound one, and then we're not assuming that the coaching staff is not assuming that Deshaun Watson is ready to be the Deshaun Watson of previous Dude, to 700 yeah, days ago. Three, four years ago. Jack, thank you very much. Appreciate buddy. it, Counselor. And, and I don't think we're going to run into that situation. I mean, what you watched against Houston honestly looked like week one of the Kevin Stefanski offense. Like, it looked like the baseline level of it. The only trick play that you saw in that game was the tight end end around to Harrison Bryant, and the quarterback for that play was Jacoby Brissett. So the part of me believes that this is just baseline, and next week maybe we'll have level two of the Kevin Stefanski offense with maybe a couple different wrinkles in it and that kind of stuff. There was nothing really crazy or out of control in that game from Stefanski. Now, some of that is the fact that the Texans are an XFL team. I mean, that plays into it, too. That's, you don't have to. That's not fair nor true. You don't have to roll been out the, the thing A. you've been going with for a day and a half, so keep it going. You don't have to roll out the A game when you're going up against the B team. I mean, that's. <laughs> and maybe that's what played into it. But maybe the only trick play that we saw of Kevin Stefanski looking like he was the smartest guy in the room and pulling out something fancy was with Jacoby Brissett in the game. Well, one play. Yeah. The other thing is with Deshaun Watson, once he gets rolling, hopefully. Um, maybe you don't need trick plays. Henry's in Strongsville. Hi, Henry. Hey, guys. Hey, I, first off, we were very fortunate. We had the Texans on our schedule last week because Agreed. that was. Um, Agreed. But the, the thing I was going to say is I, I, I want to play devil's advocate here. Imagine Absolutely. if, um, Imagine the performance that Deshaun had was by our backup who had been sitting for a year and a half. And what I mean by that is this town would be erupting going, what the hell do we have going on behind our starter? And what I'm saying is, if you look at Keenum when he came in last year, or, you know, even Brissett when he was called upon, those guys are professionals. And the throws and how horribly he looked. Now, I'm assuming that that was just an abomination. And he's going to get to where he should be. But I was just shocked at how poorly he looked. And if it was a backup that came off the bench for us, that had sat for a year and a half or two years, which is normal for them, we we would have lost our mind. I would agree. And you're you said abomination. Hopefully it was and you know, an aberration, excuse me. And I I had to think that, Henry. I, I went back and I, I said I watched some some more of it yesterday and I just thought there's no pro quarterback who throws the ball like that on a consistent basis. That that, well, that just, one he was he was lucky on when he I, I swear, I thought he threw it to the side, and it would have been a fumble. Yeah, he was pulling it back. All right, but you're, it sounds like you're willing to think. All right, this is going to get cleared up. That that's the way I'm it, approaching this, Henry. To. It will it has to. Yes, that's I, well, sure, it has to. But don't you think it will? I mean, if it yeah, if it doesn't so, like, if it doesn't, like, you need a new quarterback. Last, okay, we well, we all exactly. But the last caller touched on it. Sometimes I sit there and I go, "Why is Stefanski?" They get so caught up in the numbers, and, and the only thing I'd always compare it to in the Atlanta game, do you think the uh, uh, the numbers told the Atlanta coach, hey, let's run it. You've run it 15 times in a row. You should run it a 16th time. No, the numbers were saying pass it, but he, was, he said, you know what? You can't stop me. I don't care if you know what I'm doing. Stop it. 
it's the oldest thing in coaching, and he's just like he's going to overthink it. You know what? I'll run a reverse to the tight end. They won't be thinking it, even though Chubb just has been averaging seven yards a carry. That's where our, every fan, I think, loses it. Henry, thank you very much. Appreciate it, Henry. Appreciate the phone call. Our buddy Ryan is in Vegas. Ryan, are you in Vegas or are you up, somewhere Ryan? else? Hey, uh, Minigan, Jeff. Yes, Jeff, I am in Vegas. All right, very now. good. Uh, yeah, I'll be back. Uh, well, hopefully, uh, feel the, a breath or a pulse when we do uh, play the Ravens back in the dog pound. But I digress on that, man. It's all about moving forward. Uh, you know, and again, I'm not shedding a tear for this man who was, you know, getting no exaggeration, 200 plus million dollars for a five-year contract. But at the same time, I do not envy his circumstances and situation, obviously being thrown to the fire like it is. There is no breathing room. Um, again, we can't be, uh, you know, touch us with velvet gloves. This is do-or-die mentality. And, again, what we saw last week was, was a gift, which was obviously playing a team that was dismal and out of the picture, and we felt that he would get his bearings straight. And, Jeff, you alluded to, obviously, is there scenarios where you feel, and men again, obviously, uh, where this can rebound, where this get right? Uh, we don't know. The, you know, the, it's, it's still up for, uh, you know, discussion, obviously, like we're doing now. But it has to be. It has to fix itself. And, again, we don't know what's going to occur, obviously, in Cincinnati. We want them to be on their heels. We don't want them to assume it's just going to be running the ball. Um, you know, Stefanski actually has to take control of the scenario and I feel like you alluded to, which is passing the ball, is what I think is going to win us the game next week. Our bread and butter is running the ball, but Cincinnati's going to be prepared for that. Again, this is do or die. There is no breathing room. The odds of us getting in are whimsical at that. But at the same time, we have a pulse. And to get the W next week, we have to figure this out. We got the guy finally behind center. But again, all of us, me included, you two gentlemen, everyone listening out there, our hands are kind of thrown up in the air right now, scratching our temples. Uh, we really don't know what we have yet and what will be on the forefront. And it has to happen now. It, there is no breathing room. This is not like you alluded to, Menigan, preseason anymore. This is get your butt ready to go. Uh, you you got to be on the same page, Stefanski, Watson, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know what they're going to do next week. You guys are talking about this now. This really is what do we have here and how do we get this W, which is needed, for Cincinnati. I know I didn't say a lot, but I hopefully I'm on the same page as you guys, which is, man, something's got to happen. Will it happen this Sunday? I don't know. It, but again, better. Uh, great show as always. Yep, great show as always, guys. Thanks, thanks, Michael. All right, Ryan, thank, thank you very you, much. Browns right now are 5-7. and seven. Uh, What's the issue there? Well, there are two teams in your division who are 8-4. and four. Yeah. That, there's, there's the issue. Life. And you play them both. So if you beat both of them, Right, you cut into it, and then you need help from other people. It's real clear. It, you must. It, I won't say you have to win out. You can't lose twice. We no. know. We know that. Oh gosh. But no. I don't even. I don't even think losing once puts you in a position because I. I. I just can't see the Ravens or the Bengals falling apart. Playoffs have I left can't. my brain. Yeah. Uh, playoffs are gone. I. I don't well, think they. Until they're dead, I'm not. I'm not okay. giving it up. And I give you a lot of credit a, for that. Well, it's something. It's there. I mean, it's sure. still there, but it's it's very unlikely. My goal is 23. Mary Kay Cabot, Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com. Her thoughts on all this and more coming up next here on Baskin and Phelps. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.